It is your boy Sweet Keeks. It is take 60. Check four. Take 64. And we are here. We are ready. We're coming to the end of the year. So this take, like we said last time, will be our top 10 list of 2019. We're going to start off. We're going to, you know, resume a little bit of convo from the Rise of Skywalker chat that we had last take. I saw cats. So I will briefly talk about how maybe good or bad cats was. And then to end it off, we're just going to do honorable mentions and top tens, best movies of 2019. Without any further ado, nitty gritty time. It's your boy, Sweet Keeks. And who do we got? It is time. 2019 is coming to an end. It's here. We have made it. This year the, has gone by Aztec, so the fast. The Aztec calendar was wrong. We're, we're still alive. We're kicking. <laughs> Oh, could you imagine if it actually would have ended? We wouldn't have any of this if it would have ended. No, no. Sweet film talk would not exist. Anyways, (laughs) I want to talk real quick about Last Take. I'm kicking myself because when I did my spoiler timestamp, I didn't start it by saying, hello there. I I just, what what a missed opportunity. You did say hello there, though, at one point in Last Take, was it or was it the take before? I think it might have been the take before. But no, it was (laughs) so fun having Jen on. One of our day ones, huge supporter, uh, loved what she had to say about Star Wars in general, and her ranking of Star Wars was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. Take. Great take. So I uh, hope I hope people have gone to see Star Wars to kind of gather their own opinions, their own thoughts. And yeah, over Christmas break, it's a great time to go see movies is during that Christmas break. And oh, always sweet spot. Man, that's been kind of like a family tradition for us. We normally go see movies on Christmas, so... Yeah. yeah, we we actually normally just did it on Thanksgiving. I don't think we ever used to go see movies on Christmas. So me and Becky started it today, and we went and saw a movie today. Hey, we'll probably talk about in our list. Oh yeah, love that. And, oh, that was great. You know, and to add a little bit more to the Star Wars talk, it seems like everyone, for the most part, enjoys it. And I see all these critics getting butt hurt about how the movie ruined the Last Jedi, and it's like, well, uh, maybe you should try some. Em- but maybe you should try thinking about how the other side felt about Last Jedi with the previous trilogy. Now I was going to get what you want. Okay. Yep. Who said that? What song is it? You can't always get what you want, what you want. I don't know who oh sang that. Gosh. I should sing that. Someone's screaming right now at me telling me what song it is. <laughs> can't Spice, always Spice Girls? get <laughs> Madonna. Want to be. Madonna. Madonna. No, the Rolling Stones. I was going to say the Rolling Stones. Hello. Yeah, but I didn't want to get it wrong and then have someone scream and, you know, get even more upset at me. So there you go. Rolling Stones. First guess. Got it right. Okay. I see you. Okay. um, Before we get into our reviews, I saw Cats. Yes. Yes. You have the conch. I, by the way, your Instagram story was so funny. Take it it away. I'm eager. (laughs) So I saw it thinking, this will be Fun and bad, you know, like or watching The Room. Like, I've watched The Room, I can't tell you how many times, because it's so bad, but it's so funny, and it's just a guilty pleasure fun watch. This was not even that. This was the cons... It just from the ground up, this movie is so bafflingly paced, and Cats on its own as a musical is unadaptable. It, it, it's about a bunch of cats that sing about, I'm this cat, and then it stops, and then the other person says, who's that? And the song starts and says, I'm this person, until the very end of the movie. 
and then it ends. And the CGI is so glaringly horrible. Like, so, TC, you know, people are always saying, oh, like, you're criticizing it. Why don't you go make a movie? If I had a hundred million dollars, I know I could make a movie better than Cats. I, I, I I'm just I'm just saying it. If you have the resources, you totally could. Don't you agree? I have utter confidence in you. Sweet Film Talk Productions could probably make a better movie than Cats. <laughs> we watch. Twenty years from now, we will be with our <laughs> sweet across your your silver screens screening Cats. And probably Cats again. too. We'll we'll make Cats too. <laughs> <laughs> and. So I think the most jarring part about it is the movie takes place in London and they have all these American actors and singers trying to do like Cockney English accents, but they don't sound English and they sound American. And it's so weird. It's so weird. And the CGI, if if you've ever played video games and I was talking to Tanner about this earlier, if you see a character watching on walking on the ground, like. If it's an NPC, like non-playable character, it looks like their feet are floating on the ground almost because, you know, they the artists don't take time to render that specific of details. But in this movie, even the main characters, as they are dancing, their feet like aren't on the ground. It's so weird. It's baffling. It's so bad. It's a D minus minus because at least it's a movie. It, it got distributed, so that alone I can't give it an F. I don't give anything an F. It gets a D minus minus. Now on to <laughs> wow, the top. Wow, you are too nice. <laughs> you are I, too I'm nice. generous with that. Sheesh. Oh, um, that's too good. Yeah, Love let's go that. with your uh, honorable mentions. Okay. No, it has been a great, great year of movies. It really has. Um, <laughs> I will start off by saying this. I have seen in the theaters 38 movies this year. Oh, Wow. Um, Opposed to last year, I saw 52, and that was- Movie pass. Recipes, forever movie pass. What a- I I promise you there will be another movie pass here out probably the next three years. You heard it first. Take take 64. (laughs) At take, take, um, let's see, 168 at least. Yes, it'll be released by now. That's two years from now. Um, So I have some honorable mentions that I want to- Obviously, mention that did not make it into my top ten. So yeah, here they it. are. First, El Camino. I gave this an A plus. I think this is like a Breaking Bad, two episodes. It's a movie, but I count it kind of as an episode. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Uh, the other one is I saw at the very beginning of the year, and I absolutely loved it. Is They Shall Not Grow Old? Oh, this didn't make my top ten because it's a documentary. Which documentaries are movies, but they're not. However, oh. I love this documentary. Everybody should watch it. It's amazing. Um, I 100% agree. We That was like one of the first movies we watched last year. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, then the next one is Tolkien. I li- This movie grew on me. Uh, initially, when I first saw it, I was like, mm, and then it grew on me. I really liked it. Dark Waters. It's another one. Oh, got it. Okay. Two more. Avengers Endgame. And now for a little background, Avengers Infinity War was my favorite movie last year. Yes. And uh, that and Spider-Verse. Mine too. Like, yeah, those, those two were neck and neck, Spider-Verse and Avengers. So I don't have any, I have, wow, I don't have any superhero movies on my top 10. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> Not that I, I don't yeah, hate I don't superhero th- movies. But all right, Martin only. Scorsese. You think you're better than all of them? Hmm? Yeah. Hmm? So I just saw Infinity War was better than Endgame, but Endgame was a 
blast. It had a good ending, and I thought it brought everything together in a beautiful way. Good transition. They, they earned it. They earned yeah. all of And that's the difference. You know, Disney has these two spectrums. They've got what they've done with Star Wars is there's been no plan since the beginning. And then you've got Marvel, which has like meticulously planned everything for the last like 10 years. And they earned it. They earned every ending that they got. They did. And it was the most grossing movie of all time. And they deserve it. Yeah. I mean, those end credit credit scenes just tied everything together. Great sequels uh, for the most part. I mean, all those MCU movies are most of them are enjoyable. There's some I'm just like, mm, that I don't really care for. However, Endgame was was a fun time, fun watch. Um, and lastly, just recently watched it, Uncut Gems. Ah, uh, yep. Makes it outside of my top 10. I think Adam Sandler was great. Kevin Garnett gave his greatest performance since the 2008 NBA Finals. <laughs> <laughs> and since the 20, 2012 um, possible Eastern Conference semifinals performance. Um, yeah, shout out to uh, LeBron James for stopping that. His game six in the TD Garden. My gosh. Anyways, this was a good movie. I mean, I guess we'll review it really quick. I'm going to give it a B plus. I mean, it just was nonstop anxiety, stress. There were so many like arguments. And of course, Adam Sandler's character, he's a swindler. He's a hustler. Uh, He gets it, you know, he gets in bad with a bunch of loan sharks, but it is just from start to finish a ride. And this is a one-time watch for me. I'm not going to be like crawling back to the theaters, but Adam Sandler, not out of the part. I would love for him to get an Oscar nom for this. He did a great job. You know, the Safdie brothers with their movie Good Time that came out a couple years ago, they're very similar as in, as in it's just, it's nonstop from the beginning. And it has those really tight camera angles and framing that adds even more intensity and tension to the movie itself. This movie's number 11 on my list, so I'll throw it in right now, is... Yeah. Just like you said, it's not for everyone, but Adam Sandler (laughs) just hits it out of the park. He's just wearing his Gucci clothes, and he's got his apartment and his one family. Um, His wife is Adina Menzel, who... uh, Famous on Broadway for playing Elphaba in Wicked, and um, Anna in Frozen. Oh, okay. So, yeah, kind of cool that, like... And you get a lot of those that oh is that who that is and uncut gems and it's kind of fun yeah some like little cameos that really fit in well and add a lot to the movie and i thought julia fox i've never heard of her before this is her first movie and she did a fantastic job is that the girlfriend yeah that's the girlfriend got it okay she did she did pretty good so yeah no um uh I'll give it on the sour scale i don't think everybody i don't think this movie's for everybody but i will give it a b plus uh, rating. What about you, Keeks? Okay. Yeah, I give it an A. I think it's definitely sweet. I think even though maybe it's, I think honestly, if you have the desire to go see it, you should definitely go see it. It's it's a fun ride, and the last act is the whole movie is so nonstop, and then for some reason the last act is also tense, but in its own fun way. And I I had a blast watching it. I really did. It just zoomed by too. My gosh. Jeez, I checked my heart rate and it went up to like 120. <laughs> You're in fat burn mode. <laughs> Golly. Could you imagine that? Keep that in there for two hours? That's a good little workout. Right? We might, we might be catching on to an idea here. Uncut Gems, Safety Brothers. Check, check your heart gym rate. idea. Where, 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 where your Fitbit, Apple Watch, whatever you got. <laughs> check it throughout Coming. the movie. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready for your honorable mentions. Okay, so I'm, gonna, I'm just going to give this right off the bat is... 
the movie Hustlers. I thought Hustlers was such a fun watch, as in just strippers just trying to, you know, earn earn an honest living, as you call it, earn an honest living, and they kind of get trapped on the way and fall in some dark circles, and it was really fun. The soundtrack was really fun. Jennifer Lopez is awesome. I I think there's a really good chance she gets a Best Actress nomination at the Academy Awards, and yeah, it was a great watch. I'd give, I'd say that Us is another one. Jordan Peele's follow up to his 2017 movie Get Out. 17. Okay. Um, Rocket Man is another one. I thought Rocket Man was a lot of fun. Oh um, yeah, that's a good honorable mention. If this like movie that. came out last year, I think Taron Edgerton's winning Best Actor. He sang all the songs. Um, choreography was awesome. Yeah, I don't think there's. <laughs> yeah, Rocket yeah, Man was I, amazing. I don't. I can't disagree with that. I agree. No. And these last two, Dolomite is my name, being one, just a real fun watch. Eddie Murphy in his prime, and I was a little bit not sure if I wanted to include this one, but I will. Doctor Sleep. I think it was very overlooked, and I think Doctor Sleep is a fun watch if you've seen The Shining. It's a great companion piece to it. It doesn't try too much to copy it, and it tries to do its own thing and has a good blend of both. And uh, yeah, all of these movies, we think you guys should check it out. They're not on our top 10 lists, but this year was so stacked. And like the last, let's see, since August, we'll say I've had one, two, three, four, five, six enter in my top 10 and kick other movies out. Seven. Wow. Same here. Same here. Oscar season, baby. We're, we're in it. We're in it. You know, I, I forgot to mention Dr. Sleep. I don't throw that in my honorable mention as well. It's just outside. And I had a blast with Dr. Sleep. And I watched The Shining the week before. But I agree with you. It's a good it's a good movie. Good film. Check yeah, Mike out. Flanagan. Awesome. I, I really, really liked it. All right. So should we go 10 through 6? Let's do it. And then we'll go 5 through 2. And then we'll yeah. both reveal our number 1. Yeah, give a, give a little explanation for your 10 through 6. And then we'll Absolutely. go a little bit in deep depth with the others. Oh, of course. Okay, so I'll go first. Okay. My number 10 is Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh, okay, okay. And I thought this was a just a fun watch. And the story behind this movie, how it got made, as you mentioned when we reviewed this film, is a really cool story about Josh Brolin posting on his Instagram and the writers reaching out, sending him the script. That is really cool. And I thought just it's just a sweet, tender movie. So Peanut Butter Falcon there at number 10. And it's interesting number that Honey nine. Boy... Oh, What's I was that? just going to say, Honey Boy was based off of the events that occurred during the filming of Peanut Butter Falcon. So they oh. kind of intertwine in an interesting way. Love that. Sweet movie morsel. Sheesh. Coming in hot. Uh, my number nine is Marriage Story. Oh, wow. I thought this was phenomenal acting by Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. And I'm sure many of us know someone who's been through a divorce. I, I, I think everybody knows somebody. And this involving custody is just, and the lawyers getting involved. I thought it, it portrayed it well. Now, I haven't been through a divorce, and I don't have a kid, so I don't know if how much of it is beat for beat true. But looking you know, from the outside in, it seems like it did a fairly good job of that. And again, the acting was great. And had some tender moments as well. I love so, when Adam Driver sings, being alive, you know, and the song he sings at the end. Did you know that he was recently interviewed and he had to walk out of the interview because they started showing that clip? 
He just I has about he that. has he has some phobia where which I can understand where yeah, you don't want to see yourself. Yeah, he can't see himself, and people were giving him like a hard time, and some people were very understanding. And like to for example, for this podcast, I couldn't listen to my voice for the first few takes, <laughs> and now I'm like, all right, that's how I sound. Unfortunately, deal yeah. with it. So yeah, so kind of kind of sad that they just brought that up and he had to leave out. Just a weird phobia, you know. That's. It is. I'm sure a lot of actors experience that. Um, next one, number eight. This is my guilty pleasure movie. Absolutely had a blast with this. I was in the right mind state. Mind state Hobbs and Shaw. Stop that. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm dead serious. I loved Hobbs and Shaw. It was so fun. Like I said, it was everything I wanted. It was totally over the top. And I was in the right mood for it. I really <laughs> wanted this type of film. And Jason Statham and The Rock are just so fun. The chemistry is a blast. It feels and like a 12-year-old boy made it on while he was like on three Red Bulls with a bunch of his friends. It's oh, just, it just 100%. shows. It's, it is fun. It's a really fun watch. Yeah. So I'm putting Hobbs and Shaw there at number eight. Now, number seven, sweet film meetup, baby. Knives Out. Okay. I thought Knives Out was just really tight script. It was just acted really well. Fun story. I love those whodunits because you're trying to figure out who did do it, you know? Who who did it? Very true. And I thought the actors in this film were a lot of fun. It was a great, you know, slate of actors. Ryan Johnson, a bounce back from Last Jedi and all the heat he took from that. And it seemed like this was received really well. So I it, love Knives Out. It goes to show, I think anyone who's doubting him, if he still has his his, his trilogy... I'm super confident that whatever idea he gets out, he's going to do a great job with it. His track record shows he's got yeah. maybe the themes don't yeah. always work completely well, but they're original and they and they're fun. And Knives yeah. Out, like you said, and solid script. Yeah, and it, it, it grew on me. This movie did grow on me. Initially, when I walked out, I was like, wow, that was a good movie. And then it just kind of grew on me some more. Um, number yeah. six, last one for you to go 10 through six. My number six is Joker. And oh, hey, that's where my number six is as well. Oh, sweet. Yeah, okay, <laughs> cool. We'll, we'll, we'll both get this one out of the way. Uh, no, Joker, man, I think Joaquin Phoenix had the best performance of the whole year. I just, I, I, I thought, amazing. I can't say anything more about it. And Joker was a really good movie. It's a good standalone movie. It doesn't need a sequel. And there were a couple things I didn't like, but there were just like really one or two things. And I mentioned that on, my jo- on the Joker podcast very small yeah, and i think it lies a lot with the script it's kind of i i just barely thought about this and maybe you can agree too is it's like it's like chocolate chip cookies you know the the recipe is pretty simple but it depends on the person who's making it so it's like becky has a super simple chocolate chip cookie recipe it's you know bare bones you just throw the ingredients in you mix it like any other one but i don't know what she does but she makes the best chocolate chip cookies and i think that's the best way to describe joker is it's like You've got this bare bones script, this bare bones character, but Joaquin Phoenix comes in and takes something that might just seem normal on paper and elevates it to something totally yep. more. He wow. is Becky's chocolate chip cookies, which are amazing. Wow. And yes. Now, now I'm definitely booking a ticket out. Oh my gosh. If that didn't just solidify that for you, I yeah. don't know what will. Coming in March, April. I'll send you yeah, I'll send I you lo- a care package. <laughs> <laughs> for Kill Streak for a care package, please. Uh, shout out Call of Duty. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. I think Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix did a phenomenal job. 
So Joker number yes. six. I'm glad that's your number six too. Yeah, no, that, that's great. Um, we're gonna start off with, with my number ten. Love your ten through six. Are you kidding? I'm love that. All right, number Let's ten. Go. It is Knives Out, like you've already talked about. Yeah, Knives Out. I thought it was a really fun movie. Um, good time at the theater. I'm bad at guessing any kind of twist and turns, so uh, yeah, he got me. I didn't even suspect anything that would happen, and I keep suggesting it to people. So yeah, it's done a great job. Um, for me, number nine, Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh, okay. I think the most feel good movie of the year. Yeah, yeah. Besides Hobbs and Shaw, that was definitely Bes- feel good. yeah. Besides Hobbs and Shaw <laughs> and Dark Waters, yeah, the the most <laughs> definitely most feel good movie of the year. Um, Zach Gotzigan, cute guy. Uh, number nine, Peanut Butter Falcon. Number eight is Jojo Rabbit. I think that Jojo Rabbit is probably the funniest movie that I've seen all year. Ooh. And Taika Waititi kills it as Hitler. Just abs- anytime he was on screen, just had me dying laughter. Oh, my and gosh. another movie. Original great movie, and I keep telling people to go see it. Yeah. So, someone today is actually like, he's like, one of our neighbors said, yeah, I'm thinking of going to go see uh, Star Wars or maybe Knives Out. And I'm like, go see Knives Out. Yeah. That's the same. It's like Star Wars doesn't need your money. They've got the, they've got everyone else's money. Go see Knives Out. It's a yeah, great movie out. to go support. I That's agree. And same with Jojo Rabbit. Um, number seven. So this was on your honorable mentions. I thought you were going to have it higher. They shall not grow old. I oh yes yeah. It has stood the test of time. It was my number one for a long time. Same and it just innovative. Yeah, you know, the reason why I'm not putting it on my list is kind of picky. It's just I don't think a lot of people have seen it and can relate to it, and it's a documentary. So, sure. But I, I like that it it's on your list. very, very okay. under the radar. Very, very much so. I think maybe a handful of people that listen to this pod have seen it. So if yeah, it's on streaming, I, folks, really take the time to watch it. It's amazing. Amazon Prime. How they – oh, it is. I'm 90% sure it's on Amazon Prime. Let me check. I'll check. You keep yeah, going. You check I, it's on amazing Amazon how they Prime. restored. It's amazing how they restored the footage and the color and whatnot. The featurette of film, you know, he starts off the movie saying, uh, if you want to know how I did it, stay after the movie for like 30 minutes and I'll tell you. And that yeah. was like the best part of the movie. It it's really just was. Peter Jackson saying, yeah, I've got like actual uniforms from World War One. So uh, when we couldn't figure out what a color was, I just like. He was like, I looked on the map of when the war was and I actually had uniforms from those soldiers and all this crazy stuff. Uh, so it's on HBO Now and That's HBO it. Go and then HBO Now with Amazon. So, yeah, it's the same thing. You can like hook them up. That's what me and Becky have. Gotcha. gotcha, so, gotcha. Yeah. And then number six for me, like we said, is Joker. Sweet. So That's perfect. All right. OK, number perfect. five. OK, my number five is the Irishman. Perfect. Yep. Same. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, how can you not have the Irishman in there? It, it first off, it did not feel like that long of a movie. I no. had an absolute blast watching the Irishman. No, I agree. I think the pacing is phenomenal. And if you're a little bit shocked and kind of, you know, freaking out about that runtime, split it up in two days, two nights is really worth your time. And I, in fact, I even bought the book that Charles Brandt wrote, Shut The Irishman. Up. Because I wanted to kind of read some more. I'm slowly reading it. But it's just really interesting how 
Frank Sheeran could have been the culprit. And there's actually yeah, some yeah, people houses. in the mafia today, well, an ex-mafia member, that believes that Frank Sheeran didn't do it. <laughs> like, he believes with every ounce that he did not kill Jimmy Hoffa. So it is a really good movie, and it's very, you know, has a lot of good information. Just remember. Actors, actors are great. Never show up 15 minutes to a, late to a meeting not wearing a suit. You gotta wear a suit. You can't wear shorts. Because Jimmy Hoffa might kill you. Yeah. Yeah. He might not, but he might. That's uh, yeah. Okay. That's that's kind of nice. Both of our number fives are the same thing. Uh, the Irishman. What is what is your number four? Because I, I know it's not I, my number four. No, it's not. Ford versus Ferrari. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just really shocked. You didn't really you didn't like this movie more than it's just than, so... you, than you should have. I I had a blast with this. This is a total dad movie, as I mentioned in the review. Yes. And I think James Mangold followed up extremely well with his masterpiece of Logan. The actors, Christian Bell, Matt David, and my boy, Johnny B, Ooh. on that Ford marketing team. They, Lee they, have, they do a great job, and it's just crazy how that story with Ken Miles and Carol Shelby actually happened. Yeah. So I th- I think everybody should go to watch this movie. It has great information, um, very insightful about how Ford kind of you know basically got more popular and they entered into the Le Mans. So check this movie out at number four. All um, right. I have an award right here for uh, James Mangold and the crew of uh, Ford versus Ferrari. This is the Dan Healy movie of the year award. Um, we will, James Mangold, we'll get in touch with your people and we'll send you this, uh, this award so you can put it right next to your Academy Awards and other, other trophies. <laughs> and it, and, and if we're wrong, Todd, let us know if we're wrong, but I'm, I'm 95% sure that this would be his choice. I need to swing by dad and just give him this Blu-ray when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> just send it. We'll send it to him in a care package. Oh, that and I like, love um, that. like mule or, uh, what's, what's the new one that came out about the, the dude that they blamed the bombing on? Oh, Richard, Richard Jewell. Richard yeah. Jewell. There we go. <laughs> My dad saw that. He really liked it. Oh, did he really? Yeah. 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 I've heard it's not that bad. Um, my number four is one that I know you did not like. And so this is perfect. Our number fours are movies that we both didn't like from each other is The Lighthouse. Hey, okay. Um, okay, I knew this was coming. I, especially since I've had more time to just think about it. The Lighthouse is just a fun ride. It's so tense. The atmosphere is so cool. Like the island itself feels like a character. There's only like people total in the whole thing. And I, I was just on the edge of my seat trying to figure out, like, that. And we may never know. I would like to think that maybe it is, I don't know, like a, a like Disney saying, hey, we're actually going to redo the sequel trilogy. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> I don't know. Or, no, uh, in all honesty, it's just probably a coupon to Big Lots. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like a, like an expired Circuit City card. <laughs> yeah. Circuit City, rest in peace. It's where I bought my Xbox 360. <laughs> okay, side note. I didn't see it at Circuit City, but I saw a Radio Shack, a home. It was like a locally owned Radio Shack driving down a random road in Arkansas. So that's a, that's amazing. That's the one Radio Shack left. Wow. Uh, okay, so my number three, you're going to do your number three too, right? Yeah, yeah of course. Let's hop back right after board. you. 
my number three is Parasite. Okay, I was I knew you were gonna have it in your top ten. Wow, wow. Okay, there's nothing like it. Okay, I will say this, people: when this hits streaming, do everything in your power with your time to tune in and watch this. It is, it is. I I can't tell you how many times during this film I was just like, "What the no." stop you're ki- you know what i mean it is it just, it just makes you say that and it's it's crazy so i don't want to even give the premise don't even watch any trailers don't read anything about it i knew really nothing about this film yeah and, i'd seen like one two trailers maybe and immediately i was just you know absolutely invo- you know tuned in i loved it so parasite at number three acting was phenomenal the story was great original film I loved it. And it's Korean. Had had subtitles. A little bit different. Definitely yeah. on the sweet grading. A plus. I haven't reviewed it yet, but that is how highly I think about Parasite. We yeah, we both hadn't either. What I love so much about Parasite is that there are scenes that feel like they should be thick, but they're so tense and have like a thriller structure behind them as yes. well. Yes. It's just so genre bending. And I, I I loved every second of it. This was part of my um Trip to New York, a.k.a. my movie trip in other states. <laughs> Your movie excursion. <laughs> exactly. It's my true. expensive yeah, movie Paras- excursion. Parasite did a great job of making some scenes that should have been funny, that were funny, but were also intense. I had one minor gripe about it. I don't, I don't even want to mention it. but I think it, you told it, me. Yeah, I told you. It, it kind of alludes to it, too. You know, So it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too out of left field. Overall, fantastic film. Again, it's on my number three for a reason. Yes. Um, yeah, Parasite. We will probably be talking about that one in a little bit on my list. Because my number three is, like you had said on your list, but a little bit higher or a little bit lower was Marriage Story. It is wow. probably the best dramatic and the best acted movie of the year. Also due to the fact that Noah Baumbach's script is solid. His direction is fun and it's so lively and great, even though the 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 concept and like the material around it is pretty dark. It's people going down the rabbit hole of, you know, lawyers and getting back at the person that they used to love and just the process and the vengeance that that whole divorce process can bring out in people that they didn't think would. And then, yeah, trying to juggle your kids, like trying to maintain the beginning of the movie. Each character says what they like about that person. You kind of see those traits get picked apart throughout this whole process as well. And some people you like, and then you're like, oh, I don't like you anymore. And it's interesting. I loved that beginning because it, I was like, oh, they're, they're together. They're going to show how they break up. It's not a spoiler. It's seriously the first three minutes. Yeah. It's in the trailer. It's the trailer. Like, oh, oh, they're actually separated. (laughs) So, but I like how it, it laid the groundwork. Nice. Nice. Number three. Okay. On to number two and one. Now, Kamiko, I've, I had to I had to really think about these two. Did some debating, and my number two, I have to go with my guns, is Jojo Rabbit. Oh my gosh! I had a blast with this film. It this was the surprise movie of the year. Well, Parasite too as well, but Jojo Rabbit. I had no idea what to expect. I didn't see really any trailers as well with this, and. It was hilarious. It hit every emotion. It was tense. It was tender. Yeah. It was sad. It was funny, as I mentioned. And I thought the acting was really good. Very, very sarcastic film. 
And this is a movie you can watch with anybody. So Jojo Rabbit. Oh, A plus. That on is the a sweet huge scale. point as well. <clears throat> yeah, it's just a lot of these it, movies. So fun. Yeah, a lot of these movies. It's like it's really good, but I can't just go to my. You know, I can't just go up to someone and be like, "You should go see the Lighthouse." Yeah, I, 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 they probably hate it. But yeah, Jojo yeah. Rabbit. I don't know a single person who saw it who didn't like it. Yeah, I mean, it's just got a lot of good buzz and. Again, a blast. My my theater when I saw it was on a Saturday at like two p.m. and it was packed. As I mentioned, the the woman oh. sitting next to me on the review was just he. She experienced every emotion. She was crying. She <laughs> was laughing. <laughs> and it was a fun you know theater experience as well. So Jojo Rabbit, people, when it is streaming, and if you have not seen it, seriously check it out. It is a blast, and go in there ex- expecting a satire because that's what it is. Yeah, and honestly, even. If you don't like even if you're not really sure what to expect when you go in it you're gonna get a little bit of everything that you want um if you didn't like this movie your favorite candy is probably black licorice or good and plenties <laughs> and your yeah. favorite food is probably brussels sprouts with um stuffed mushrooms and and gouda cheese <laughs> i kind of like gouda cheese <laughs> gouda cheese or or blue cheese sorry blue cheese dressing ah yeah. Uh, yeah blue cheese a little hit and miss yeah. Hit or miss. Uh, so yeah, I can't say anything you know more about Jojo Rabbit. I loved it. I'm ready for your number two. Okay, I'm my number ready. two, I'm pretty sure is your number one. I think so. So it is. It is. Hey, hey, you look at me right now. You're Tanner freaking D- LeBaron. Okay, oh, don't you forget go. it. <laughs> it's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yep, and I, that's that's my number one. The probably the best sequence in, of the entire year was in this movie. Just like like 90 percent of the movie is just Brad Pitt driving down Hollywood Boulevard as if it's 1969 in his car with someone's feet on his window shield. But even then, it's Tarantino. You can give him as much money as you want and he's going to he's going to craft something awesome. Pop it out to you and you're going to love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, this is my. This is my number one because the expectation for this film, I saw the trailers, I, you know, Charles Manson, the whole Sharon Tate, you, that's, that's what, that's what, you know, that's what Quentin Tarantino does with his films. He likes to rewrite history. Um, Fairy tales, so, you know? And I thought Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it has been the most quotable movie. It's been the funniest movie. It has, I've, I listen to the soundtrack still to this day. I thought the soundtrack was a blast. I've. Wow! Discovered new music through it, and okay. they created the coolest character of all time. They put Chubbs in real life <laughs> and put him in the '60s and called him Cliff Booth, <laughs> and had Brad Pitt play him. Let's yeah. let's just keep Brad Pitt on hold in the next ten years when we make Chubbs autobiography, please biography. So I think I think you know Brad Pitt and Leo Di- Di- uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, fantastic, fantastic, great chemistry. So funny. So that's why I guess my number one. It just if it lived up to the hype. It was hilarious. Fun script. A little long, but it doesn't feel too long. And it's just the 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 final act is a blast. It's tense. It's Sheesh. funny. And it's just yeah. Go see it if you have not seen this. It's so fun. Hilarious. It's absolutely a blast. It, and it's it's streaming right now too. So you can go rent it. You and can go buy away it. We go. <laughs> and I and I think I know what your number one is. Well, that's it, old buddy. I'm a has-been. <laughs> Who can't? I'd love that. And my number one is 
for if you haven't guessed it by now, TC, I think you know what it is. It is, I'm trying to research it right now on how to pronounce it in its actual language. I can't find it. Um, it says, Gisian Chung. It's Parasite. I'm sorry. I tried to do it in Korean. I tried to Google it and that I couldn't find it. It's Parasite. Man, I'm glad this is your, I'm glad we don't have to say number one like we did last year. I'm glad this is your number one. No. And you know what's so great is that this movie was had an about an eleven million dollar budget, and during its time here, it has it's earned one hundred and twenty four and a half million dollars. And what this says to me is that it shows, hey, Hollywood, look, there's a movie that's Korean, subtitles, weird, but it's crafted so well that people will see it. You don't have to keep giving us all these comic book movies. I'm not saying I hate comic book movies. I love comic book movies just as much as the last guy, but can have some different ideas. And I think theme of this whole year, there's some different ideas, throw them into theaters, have little budgets, give them, you know, let the audience grow, let word of mouth grow and release it a little bit more, little by little. And people are going to go see it and they're going to love it. I loved Parasite. Parasite. It's, yeah. it's so, what it reminds me of is, gosh, how would I, I'm not compare. It's you know how War for the Planet of the Apes. Every scene has something like that's called back to, or is an important, and you have to pay attention to every scene. Yeah, it has every every scene has purpose, and I that's that's exactly what it is with Parasite. There's things that are mentioned that come back into play like 30 minutes later, or even an hour. You're like, oh my gosh, there like is one of the, the first. <laughs> wait, go for it. What were you saying? One of the first things is is that rock that he gets. You know what I'm talking about. That's not really a yeah. spoiler. Yeah. And that 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 has meaning throughout the film if you really look in closely. And it's pretty deep. And it has it's he and this is something me and Becky have talked about and why we think a lot of people the new Star Wars trilogy is as an audience, we don't want to be pandered to and we don't want to be preached to. Okay? If it's obvious, we hate it. We think we're smarter than we actually are. <laughs> What we want is to have these messages conveyed to us in a way that's not screaming, hey, look at this, climate change. Hey, look at this, uh, class, you know, class warfare. Hey, look at this, blah, 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 blah. But this movie tackles all of those issues in such a smart way that you don't notice and you walk out and you're like, yeah, that's crazy. You know, rain, for example, and how that affects different people or, oh, like, like, you know, climate change. In that sense, or oh, you know, these people have a lot of money and they don't take into consideration certain things. Whereas poor people have to think about that all the time. Yeah, and it's perfect. It's oh, this movie's an A plus for me. This movie is absolutely amazing, and that is why it's my number one. Parasite, yeah, and absolutely, love, like you I, said, gotta see it if you haven't seen it. Yeah, and, and and it's just like the title of the movie, Parasite. You're able to see, wow. That's that makes sense that the title of the movie would be Parasite. So not uh, just not just from the lower class people, but everyone. Yeah, it was actually so interesting. And for context, this is number 31 on the top rated movies of IMDb. I mean, you can take that as a grain of salt, but that alone really kind of solidifies it of how good this movie is. And it will stand, you know, it will stand the test of time for sure. And I love love Parasite. It was. 
huge surprise of the year. Like, my, like I said, the top three movies, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Jojo Rabbit, and Parasite, those could all almost be interchanged for me, but I'm, I'm comfortable with where those lie. It, Parasite, phenomenal. I can't, golly. I love that it's your number one. I was hoping it wouldn't be Lighthouse. <laughs> no, no, honestly, it's like, I, I was also kind of happy too, because I'm like, could you imagine? Like, I love the Lighthouse, and I recognize how good it is, but I'm like, there's got to be something that's got to put it over the top, and Parasite did. Once upon, a home, yeah. once upon a time in Hollywood, Marriage Story. We're just lucky this year, man. Yeah, All, it was I think a great every year. movie in our top ten was something that no one had seen before or even heard of, except for Joker. Just all original ideas, all fun ideas that we loved a lot. Yeah, I mean, really, the only sequel in mine is Hobbs and Shaw, which is really kind of not a sequel. No. Yeah, it, it, it it's, is, it's a, like a little spinoff. Yeah, it's a little spinoff. So, no, I, I agree. It was a really fun year for movies, opposed to last year. Last year was fine. It wasn't as good. No. But this year was, man, there were some knockouts. There were some knockouts, and then we had Cats, which could arguably <laughs> be considered the worst movie of the decade. Hey, hey, balance. You need that balance. Um, exactly. Wow. Like, as all things should be, Thanos. Oh, love it. Love that meme. Great meme. Perfect. Um, so that is take 64. That is our top 10. Uh, I'm going to list them off real quick again. Um, number 10 for me, Peanut Butter Falcon. Nine, Marriage Story. Eight, Hobbs and Shaw. Seven, Knives Out. Six, Joker. Five, The Irishman. Four, Ford versus Ferrari. Three, Parasite. Two, Jojo Rabbit. And number one, One Spot of Time in Hollywood. Perfect. Mine are 10, Knives Out. Nine, Peanut Butter Falcon. Eight, Jojo Rabbit. Seven, They Shall Not Grow Old. Six, Joker. Five, The Irishman. Four, The Lighthouse. Three, Marriage Story. Two, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. One, Parasite. Now, wow. This is our, these are our top tens, but what do we got planned for next take, dude? Why don't you, why don't you break it down to what we're going to do for our next take? <clears throat> our next take, the decade. We... <sighs> 2020. I'm excited for a sweet film talk 2020 and just the movies in 2020. Uh, I think it's going to be hard to beat in 2019, but we are going to give you our essentials of the decade. These movies that you think that we think that you guys should see. We're going to kind of collaborate Keeks and I of our list. So we don't have a lot of repeats. I'm sure there will be, but that's kind of, that's going to be a little sneak peek of next we have week's take. Nick's, we have nicknamed it the essentials. You believe Liza. these are the 10 most essential movies of the 2010s that you have to see. If you not have, if you have not seen any of them, that's okay. But we're going to give you the list of the 10 from each of us. So probably 20 in total, more or less, that you've got to see from this decade. Starting right at 2010, January 1st, all the way up till December 31st, 2019, baby. Yeah. And it, because this, this decade's been an interesting decade for movies. It really has. We've seen the rise of the, you know, of, of the MCU. We've seen the fall of DCEU. We've seen <laughs> amazing new directors that we're going to be talking about on here. Writers that we're super excited about. Yeah, yeah. It's been a, it's been a fun decade. Wow. I cannot wait. I got I to gotta start building that list here. I got some time. Still a, couple, still a couple movies I need to watch. But uh, overall, that is Take 64, folks. And we would like you guys to send in your top 10. Let us know. know. DM us. 
yeah, we want to know what some of your even top five, whatever it is, top ten, top favorite seven. movie, even. Yeah. Yes. So uh, that's a wrap, folks. And we will see you guys next week for the essentials of Take Sixty Five. Love that. Love all of you guys. Every last one of our sweets. I agree. And er, okay. and of course, stay sweet. Sweet. sweet.